This class is dedicated to the loving memory of Dovi Feling of Blessed Memory. Holy Letters of the Rebbe, Volume 12. This is letter number 3807. Baruch Hashem, this is written in the day of Slichas in Tavshin Tes Vav. Now, and the Rebbe is addressing it to Arava Goen with the titles Baruch Sheyich Yenoah. So before we go further, I just want to give you some background. There was a, uh, a rabbi, a Chabad rabbi, a learned, who worked very hard to bring about the laws of the Alter Rebbe and the traditions of the Alter Rebbe of Chabad. And uh, his name was Rabbi Chaim Noah. He was the father of Rabbi Baruch Noah. He wrote several sforim of Kitzos HaShulchan. Eventually, you know, in the olden days, you know, today it's different, but in the olden days before the internet and before everything, they, they would have, and today they still have it also, they put up on the wall, which is called a luach. A luach actually, what does a luach mean? A luach means a board. Yeah, well, it doesn't really mean a calendar. Luach means a board. Uh, because they would put it up on a board, they put it up on the wall, and the laws for everybody to see was on the wall. But the thing is, in those days, there were non-Chabad luachs. They were placed on the wall. They called them a luach kir. They were placed on the wall, but there wasn't anything from Chabad. And Reb Chaim Noah, the father of Reb Baruch, he started to make this wall luach from Kolel Chabad, which had the Chabad traditions. The Rebbe revealed and elaborated and disseminated many, many of the Chabad traditions, not only, and the rulings according to the Chabad Rebbe's, according to the Alter Rebbe, according to the Minhogim, and the Rebbe answered, they clarified, they verified things. Chabad was dispersed and it was different place. It wasn't so clear until the Rebbe came and the Rebbe brought down, we have a book of Minhogim that the Rebbe published, we have the Hayom Yom that the Rebbe published, and so on and so forth. As they were going on by the holidays, they would collect and they would fix. Now also the printing, there were some old mistakes and there was, the Rebbe worked very hard to make it all clear. So this is the son of Reb Chaim Noah who took over the calendar for from his father. Uh, I think this was already after his father's passing. So he is writing, uh, discussing various traditions, various uh, things to say. So we'll go through it. It's again, it's a little scholarly, it's a little detailed, but I'm going to share with you some of the inside of there. Yeah. So they, they made them like a, a big sheet, and today you have them too, uh, like a, not yeah. like a, 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 a lot. A ba- like a banner. A banner, a big shul, and they had all the oh, customs okay. there. Okay. For anybody who comes to shul, they, they can see. They so can, they uh, Chabad. The Chabad people didn't have their own banner. They didn't have their own oh, luach. Okay. So he brought in, and so it was the general uh, traditions over there, and many of the Chabad people would follow uh, and go by the other because there wasn't available. Oh. So oh, they made this special. available to them. Okay, okay. 
So the Rebbe is saying to him, Shalom of Racha, to this Rebbe Baruch Noah, the son of Rebbe Chaim Noah, who continued that he, con- he communicated with the Rebbe, and the Rebbe many times over the years deferred to the Luach Kol Chabad as what should be done when there is, still there was a doubt sometimes. The Rebbe actually looked over and made notes, and the Rebbe fixed a lot of the uh, information that was there in the Luach Kol Chabad. So the Rebbe is answering him now on his letter on various questions about the traditions dated the 25th day of Elul and with what was enclosed therein. So, first of all, in the Megillah, when we read the Megillah, so, the Rebbe says, that in the Megillah we have two times the references to the Megillah. Uh, one time it says, there's two psukim, uh, one Pasuk is in chapter 9, verse 26. Over there it says, they called it Purim, I'll call Divrei Ho'igeres Hazois. The Chabad, the tradition as is brought down there, is that you shake when you're reading in the, in the Megillah, you shake the Megillah when you say this letter, because this is the Megillah, so you shake the Megillah then. But then there's a second Pasuk, uh, in Pasuk 29, the same chapter, a few verses later, again it says, Igeres hapurim hashenis, the second time they send this letter. Over there it also says, hapurim hazois. So the Rebbe basically says to him that our tradition, which is based on the directive of my father-in-law, the Rebbe, is to shake twice, and each one of these saying, when you say, and also when you say, and the Rebbe says, there was an omission of the word, in the Hayyem Yoyim, and it was fixed later on, again, that's how they did it, so basically, the Rebbe clarifies to him, that in the Chabad tradition we will shake the uh, Megillah both times when we do both Pesukim. Okay, number two. So that apparently was not really something which was just, he just verified the general custom. But when the Rebbe corrected over here, so a lot of times, let me tell you the background about this number two issue over here. So, we know that during the 10 days of Teshuvah, as said, we add various different things to the Amidah. So, right in the beginning, we say, Zachreinu l'chaim, melechofetz v'chaim, bechosveinu b'sefer ha'chaim, lemancha l'kim chaim. Okay. Now, People get used to saying it during the Aserisim Eitshua, and it's bound to happen that maybe when you're doing Mariv on after Yom Kippur, you're so used to saying it, so you make a mistake, and you'll say that prayer. What happens if you put in the prayer 
inside your uh, davening by accident. Matzah Yom Kippur is no longer the 10 days of Teshuvah. So you don't need that insert. So what happens when you do the insert? So generally, the, re- the rule is like this. If you insert something extra in the Amidah, which doesn't need over there, but it is not like an outright contradiction, then let you let it pass. Then you don't have to uh, daven again. You don't have to repeat. You let it pass because even though it doesn't belong there, but it's extra. It doesn't do, you know, it doesn't help. It doesn't harm. But if you should put something into the Amida that is contradictory, so that would not fit fine. So let's just give it this as an example. So let's say you're a Matzah Yom Kippur and you're saying, Zachreinu Lechaim, remember us for life, Melech Bechaim, the king that desires life. And you stop over there, oh, I'm not supposed to say that. That's not a problem, because you didn't say anything wrong. You didn't say anything that's wrong. You says, remember us to life, and write us in the book of life. And No, no, you didn't say right. And he said, the king that wants life, you didn't say anything wrong. But if you should say, oh, and write us in the book of life, oh, now you've said something wrong. Because it's not a Sereshim you're not writing anymore. Hashem, isn't, Hashem is only writing in the books during the 10 days of Teshuvah, if you say, and write us, oh, there we come to a opinions, and to opinion, the ruling is that because there's a suffix, you may have to daven again or not, so we rule daven an extra time as a gift davening, so that's called the Torah's Nedova. So, he wrote in on the wall luach, we call it the wall calendar, okay? Uh, he wrote over there uh, that if you said zochreinu lechaim melechofetz v'chaim and you wrote and you said v'chosveinu b'sefer these two words then you have to daven again you have to do again davening. So the Rebbe said to him, that's a mistake. The Rebbe just said mistake. So he's asking the Rebbe, what's the mistake over here? So the Rebbe says to him, either way, the Rebbe says. Either, because over there they just wrote two words. You said, the king that wants life, the chosveinu b'sefer. That's all what it said there. So the Rebbe says, Either it should say Bechosveinu, or it should say Bechosveinu Besefer Achayim. In other words, when are you really saying something that doesn't belong? You can either say it's Bechosveinu, because you say, write us down. There's no writing after uh, Yom, after, no, after Sarasim there's no writing over there. So as soon as you said Bechosveinu, you're already, uh, it's, it's wrong, and therefore they shouldn't write in the Luach, if you said V'chosveinu V'sefer, they should just say V'chosveinu, because there's no such a thing as writing. 
Or, if you have you should say Once you said, write us in the book of life, oh, then it's wrong, because you're already saying a book of life. What kind of book of life there is? So the Rebbe says, either way, either you should also write in the calendar if you said, which is also the way it's written in the book of his father, Reb Chaim Noah. Over there it says, or it's sufficient if you said just v'chazveinu. And the Rebbe says also logically, that's the way it's in the Rechaim and logically. So basically the Rebbe is telling him that logically and the way it's written in the Rechaim is if you say, if you just said zochreinu l'chaim Okay, remember us for a life, king that loves life, and that's it. You didn't say anything wrong, really, out of place. Okay, so it's not a Zerismachuva. But as soon as you say, write us down, uh, logically, the Rebbe says, what are you asking Hashem to write you down? Hashem isn't writing anything after a Zerismachuva. So that should be sufficient. Or, if you, if you mamish want it to be different, then say, Don't just say, That's why the Rebbe corrected it. Number three, the point number three, uh, this is also very specific uh, language uh, in the various liturgies that we read during the prayers. Uh, some people say that it's inappropriate to uh, use the words in the uh, in the prayer to use afatenu. Afatenu means I will uh, persuade him. You know, through my prayers, they use the word afatenu, persuading Hashem. Some people say that's not the right way to use in your prayer. You don't have to persuade Hashem. They substitute it for the word aratzenu. I will appease him. Uh, so when the Rebbe made corrections on the uh, on the on the prayer languages, the Rebbe fixed certain mistakes over there. Over there, the Rebbe corrected it that there is another version that says instead of I will persuade him. The other version is, I will appease him. Because that's right. And, and the Rebbe, in the note over there, what the Rebbe was fixing, because over there it said mistakenly that on Shabbos you do it. It has nothing to do with Shabbos. It has to do with a different version because some of the authorities say, don't use the word afatenu. But the Rebbe points out over there that in the other uh, books, and in, in, in other prayers, in the liturgies, as, for example, in the Upad uh, Me'oz, that's, you say that in Musaf of the first day, over there, there's also, it says, Lefatoischa, uh, also similar. Rabbi says, how come over there nobody commented uh, and that it should really, if the word Persuading Hashem is not appropriate, but over there it's also word lefatoischa over there. Uh, I'm not sure if the word lefatoischa persuasion or 
to convince Hashem, it's just, why isn't it said over there? But anyways, he uh, made a note to one of the authorities which actually writes so very clearly uh, that he says that it, so it says in Maril and in Tajvitz, those are two Svarim, and the Rebbe was thanking him for finding a source. The Rebbe pointed that out, but the Rebbe said nobody points it out. So he pointed out to the Rebbe that there's others that say on that particular liturgy that the Rebbe quoted also to change the language. Then there's another number four. He talked to the Rebbe about the various vowelizations of the liturgies of the piyutim. Uh, in the Mahzah, the Rebbe says there's a lot of work needs to go into inspecting the way it was written because it appears that there's many mistakes over there who came about, you know, they used to call uh, in Yiddish the Bacher de Zetzer, or the Zetzer is the one, uh, they used to have linotype in those days and you had to stick every word and the uh it was a, a whole big job and and the sometimes the uh the zetzer they called the zet he made mistakes he didn't pay uh pay attention and the rebbe uses an expression of the gemara shabeshto kivandolo once there was a mistake the people got used to it and they keep on doing it it's wrong it's it's not vowelized and the and the talmud it discusses who should you that you're allowed to hire like a better teacher in the same place because who's a better teacher? A teacher that is specific uh, and teaches the correct way to begin with because once you make a mistake, the Gemara says, the mistake lingers, it's, it, 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 it keeps on. So the Rebbe says it's a shame that there's no professional who should occupy himself to go ahead, who knows how to do the exact vowelizations to correct us. And the Rebbe uh, wishes him, blesses him for the new year, and for all the Yidin L'toivah L'vrocha, I express you my blessing to you and to all of yours, a blessing of Sivach Sematoivah, Shona Toivah Mesukah Begash Mezveruchnis. This seems to me from this part of the letter that this was actually written before Rosh Hashanah in the Slichas, as it says over here. But why did they put it in in the beginning of Tavshin Tezvav? Maybe, again, I'm not sure about the dates. i got to look back uh, or try to figure out. Maybe this was at the end of Tavshin Tezvav before Tavshin Tez Zion. Not sure. Then the Rebbe adds another uh, thing, I think, I was trying to figure out what the Rebbe is saying over there. Uh, so, uh, you know, when you call up the people, but Aliyah for the Torah, so during Shabbos, uh, Shachris, we say, V'yazir V'yogin, that's the prayer that you say. And during the weekday, we say, V'sigola V'siro, there's a different, a different prayer for Shabbos and for the weekday. And when it came comes over there, so the Rebbe wrote. Rebbe could. It seems like I I I understand that this is what it means. The Rebbe 
instead of the Rebbe writing a mincha, you do visigola. The Rebbe writes a mincha of the weekday and Shabbos, we do visigola. Now, the question really is there is no mincha ever, whether it's Shabbos or weekday, that you would not do. You always do. In other words, Mincha always gets Visigola. You never do Vyazir for Mincha. So why does the Rebbe have to say you do it on Shabbos and weekday? Why not just Mincha? Just say plain Mincha you do uh, Visigola without emphasizing. The Rebbe says that he did that because if he would just say Mincha, then people would make, make a mistake. They would think maybe that does not include the fast day. And fast day we read by Mincha Torah too. And by the fast day, we do Haftorah also. We do the Haftorah. So maybe some people would conclude that uh, it's different. So therefore the Rebbe specified Shabbos and weekday to tell you there is no differences. I think that that's what the Rebbe means, but I'm not sure about that. Then Another issue they have is in the language of the prayer. Uh, you know, sometimes the Talmud has objection to a person saying Shema Shema. If you say Shema Yisrael, you're not allowed to say two times Shema Shema. Why? Because that would be insinuating that there's two different gods. You're saying Shema Shema. You don't do it double. And there is, therefore, in the in the Talmud, in the uh, Talmud Sukkah, it says that people would say, so it's brought down in the Mishnah, a second opinion, that would say, they would say a duplicate language. Uh, they would say, uh, We are to God, and to God are our eyes. It seems like it's a duplicate lotion. So the Gemara says that that's not, doesn't seem like properly. And the Gemara says that it means it's two separate things. We are to God, we bow to God. And our eyes are to God means that we look forward for God's salvation. So it's not like, it's not saying Shema Shema. That's what the Gemara says over there. But in the liturgy of Ne'ilah, we also say, he quotes it over here, we are to God and our God and our eyes to God. So that almost seems like it's like a, du- a, a, a duplicate language over here. How is that proper? And the Rebbe says, well, you know what? Everybody is saying this. So we have to look for an answer to try to uh, answer, resolve it. And the Rebbe says, but if you look carefully, you see that we actually changed it from the language of the Mishnah. See, in the Mishnah, it says, we're to God and to God is our eyes. But we put in the word to in the middle, that is an interruption to show you that this is another subject, so it's not the same thing. Onulika would mean also we are to Hashem. Uh, and a name is Miyachlis, that we hope for Hashem, but it's not the same Indian. 
That's one answer the Rebbe gives. Another answer the Rebbe gives is because we're talking about a minion. A minion is different. Even though you can't say Shema Shema, or one person can, can't say, but Onu Lekov that we do it in a minion, it's different because you can see we're all doing it together. Isn't it? And the Rebbe says that they point, there's another uh, Sefer that deals with that, and uh, the Rebbe references that.